0: I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C.
1: You know who it is, Travis
0: Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. All right, this is The Big Douglas Show. I'm Big Douglas. That's the rapper Big Poop, And our guest today is George Foster. George, thanks for coming on the show today.
2: Thank y'all for having me, man. How y'all doing? Good.
0: Yeah. We're chilling. You know what I'm saying? Get, I'll get ready. I'm getting ready to fanboy out here in a moment. The big bulldog on the show. But before that we do that, you know, we play a birthday game on Fridays around here. So let's let's see who we got. It is uh it is Ja Rule's birthday this week. How old we think Ja Rule is how,
2: how old do I think Ja Rule is?
1: Yeah. Ja Rule Ja Rule, ja Rule 47.
2: Ja Rule is 40. Jaru is
0: 44. Jaru is 45 this year. 45. Dang. Chris was... Weber's got a birthday this week. C. Webb.
1: Huh. I should know this one. Um. Uh, so, there's, uh, uh,
2: there's... Like,
0: Seawell probably about. See, probably about forty four. He about forty six. Chris Weber is forty eight this year. Really? Forty eight for Seawell? Wow. Now did y'all? See, have almost fifty.
2: That's crazy.
0: I know. Uh, did, y- did y'all have the uh, Michigan shorts on and the black athletic socks like I did, or no? I mean, oh, I, didn't,
1: I didn't have the Michigan shorts, but I definitely had some on. Very very long. Damn yeah, definitely life. long short. I wish we could get back to I was back probably,
2: the I, was long probably
0: uh,
2: I was probably uh back then with uh, I probably rolling with like the Larry Johnson and 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 Stacey Ogman and George Ackles That crew right there.
0: The Running and rebels be, you, The U the ULV crew. Daniel mm. Craig's got a birthday this week. Daniel Thank Craig. You. That's that's the dude who played Bond, right? Yeah, that's the most recent Bond. Oh, I know he old. Um, <laughs> let's go. Uh, 57. Fi-
2: I'm gonna
0: go 50, <laughs> 55. Uh, Bond is 53 this year. 53. Hmm. Tone Loke's got a birthday. <laughs> Tone
2: Loke, the Tone funky Loke. Cole yeah, Medina, Tone,
0: Tone Medina himself. That's right. I
1: know Tone Loke at least 51. Uh,
0: I'm going to go with 50. Tolo is 55 today. It's Grandpa (laughs) Loke. (laughs) 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 And and, and one last one. One last one. Herschel Walker. got a birthday this week.
2: Don't say that name around me. I know. I know. It's been
0: been rough. Hershey.
1: Herschel Maga Walker.
0: Um yes. Yeah, so Herschel Herschel probably so he's in he, he from eighteen. He is
2: fifty seven.
1: Go fifty fifty five.
0: Herschel's fifty nine. Damn. Fifty nine. Yeah, and, and it's
2: not a so I, I was trying to add up. I was trying to do that 1980 championship. Yeah. Was he a freshman? Yeah. So he probably was an old freshman. <laughs>
0: yeah, he must have been.
1: But it's 19, not a birth, It's not
0: 19. a birthday, but get your freak on turns 20.
1: Get you your, the
0: Missy joint. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we old. We old. We old. <laughs> we old. We old.
0: Yeah. If, if you didn't know it, if you didn't know it before that, you you know it now. Get your freak on turns 20. Wow, we are old. I mean, I just celebrated uh
1: 18 years of uh Little Brothers' first album, so
0: like, yeah, I knew it was 18 around. years,
1: yeah, Yo, you've been at it this long, before?
0: yeah, man, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, like
2: yeah. you, got feel like me when the, when the, you I'd be around the young players, they'd be like, What up, OG? What's up, oh, Unk? <laughs> like, most, am I OG? most definitely I'm OG and unc now?
1: <laughs> hey, I tell them yeah, they can call me OG all they want, but I can still bang with them. We put out we put hey, out that album in twenty nineteen. See that's the, See that's that's
2: what that's what I've always envied about uh, musicians and artists. And who know I'm a music fanatic. Um, that you guys like, you guys never really get old. Like you can do, like you say, you can still bang with the youngins. I can't still bang with the (laughs) young. No. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) You can't, I can't. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, 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 like like Ron Isley might drop a song tomorrow. It is like 60 years in the game. (laughs) That's unheard of. Like a legit 60 years in the game. Maybe more.
1: Maybe more. But, but the, but the funny thing is an athlete's like, prime or or the years a typical athlete to last in the league is around three to four Mm -hmm. that's like your prime as a musician where most not you know there's exceptions but where most Mm -hmm. artists make the most of their money (laughs) is in three to four years like that's their prime yeah yeah i mean obviously you have your exceptions like a ron isley or jaru but compared Mm -hmm. to how many artists there really are like most of them have a, a yeah. very tight window. So
2: never I never thought about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It George, how close are you still with the um with the Bulldogs?
2: Uh the program. Well, I played with Kirby for um a year. I think it was a year. Yeah, right. I played I played with Kirby for he, he, my freshman year I played with Kirby. And then um Kirby um came back and did think him and Bobo came back and did um like uh what is it was grad assistant stuff and so I spent some time around him so I I know I know uh, Kirby pretty well and um Jonas Jennings that does the player um engagement uh stuff up there and, and making sure those guys are straight I played with Jonas too for a few years so I I I know I, got, I still got people that's in the program and um and so with exception of this year, uh, wasn't able to get up there and see any games or whatever. But um, once Kirby got in, he started inviting guys back. We we tailgate right outside the um the um the uh, academic building in the back. that gave us the space to ourselves, and so a lot mm-hmm. of the guys come come back and and just have a good time on game day. I think I invited pool over there once. I don't think he, I don't think you made it. I didn't he make it. You had you had to get with you had to get with uh, your fam from uh.
1: From Notre, Notre Dame, but
2: yeah, yeah but, but yeah, we we um I'm pretty close with the with the with the guys that's there now.
0: Mark Mark Rick started your sophomore year. E- Is that
2: right? Yes. Well, essentially, I I got redshirted, so um he oh, started okay. my fourth year. Yep.
0: Does so, he get um, enough credit for what he did with the program?
2: Uh, you know, you know, a lot of people are. What have you done for me lately? Type of people. It's 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 a. a, Mart Ricks' legacy is layered to me. You know, yes, the goal when you're at Georgia, the goal is the national championship, even though even though there hasn't been one in ages. Um, But that is that's always the goal because you always have the personnel to to compete to get it done. So that's always the goal. He didn't reach that. We got pretty close my senior year, um, but at the same time, he won a ton of games. Like yes, he, you know, easy. you know, what I'm saying that. But while he was in the SEC, you know, and I know he was there longer. He, you know, he had a long tenure though, but he was the winning, winning his coach. You know, Nick and all. Now Nick has Nick got the championship, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And so, but 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 uh, but Coach Rick. Uh, Won a lot of games. I don't have no championships and nothing but my SEC championship, so I'm always, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm always thankful for him because we, you got to understand, Jim Dunning, he recruited, like, I was looking at the other day, he he recruited like a madman. When I say I played with, I played with maybe 60 or better guys that at least Played a year in the NFL. Wow. That's the that's an absurd number of NFL players to be on a team for a span of four, five years. Like a lot of my class went to the NFL. All the linebackers went to the NFL. Two linemen from my class went to the NFL. Like it's it's just ridiculous, you know. Quarterback Quincy was in my class. He went to the NFL. It's it's just and we never won anything. Like. Rick gets there, and in year two, he wins the SEC. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I think I think he was a great coach. I like coach. You know what I mean? Uh, my my gripes probably came after I left once I saw how we didn't really, it didn't seem like there was an emphasis placed on the trenches. So we didn't we didn't really have those guys up front, like you know, like after, it, it was like shoot. I don't know how many years ago. I think I think I think uh they had one draft in the first round probably like two years ago when Isaiah win and before then it was me. That's a long like yeah. like, like, like I'm OG now. I'm old. <laughs> like and like you can't you can't ha- you can't not put a, out, you know, NFL quality lineman uh like you know, at a consistent basis when you're a school like Georgia. And that wasn't really my only gripe with coach. You know, he would, he would get, the, he'd get the hell out of some uh, some uh, skill guys, A.J. Green, uh, yeah. Todd Gurley. You got uh, Matthew Stafford. You know, shoot, he, he recruited some top ten picks, you know, at the skill positions, but we just didn't have those big guys um, that I wish he could have gotten while I was there on. You mentioned being an OG, George.
0: That. It, it's crazy yeah. to think that uh, Thomas Davis retired today. You played with him, right? I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was
2: he was a safety. He was a safety. He was a safety when um when I was there. I think I think I spent might have spent a year with Thomas, maybe a year, if not too. But he was playing safety back then, and him and Greg Blue were terrors. <laughs> they used to knock people smooth. Out like like they couldn't play today. Targeting?
1: What?
2: <laughs> like Thomas Day would played no game. Him and Greg Blue would be suspended every game.
1: <laughs> I remember Greg Blue. George, let me let me ask you, I, I've been to I've had the pleasure now of going to a, a couple Georgia games. Uh but the one thing I always talk about is the difference in the crowds, like between college game. In the NFL game like as a player can you tell the difference I know a lot of players zone in when they get on the field but can you can, did you feel the difference between that college mm-hmm. atmosphere and then when you got in the NFL it varies
2: it, it varies from uh from stadium to stadium um but college and it varies from conference to conference too the SEC is you know, you it's it's just a wild time. And see, you and you and you got to see a prime time, nationally televised night game that has been pumped up like forever and ever. And so that was that was you you got to see a, you got to see like you were fortunate. You got to see like some real some real some some big time stuff.
1: I got to, to see too. You remember when we we were we South South Carolina Georgia and South Carolina too. Oh yeah,
2: South Carolina was wild. They, and that was, was, was a, a night game. Yeah. Oh, that was a night game.
1: Yeah, that was a night game. We
2: got, we got, we got trounced. We left early.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very. early. <laughs> oh, boy,
2: like, a good we game. walked. We walked there. Me, me and my other, we and my other boy, man, we walked from that stage, man. We walked out that stadium. We was like, man, we gotta get out of here. They start playing that sandstorm <laughs> and waving them white flags over over there. At, 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 like South Carolina, people don't understand how 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 they get busy in South Carolina. When I was in school, South Carolina, they probably had a span. Of, they probably had a streak, a span of two years where well, they might have won one game. And Williams Bryce was packed to the brim every game. Like, they did not care. And so it it gets wild. So, But the difference between that and the NFL, NFL stadiums, the only stadiums that get, like, real live like that, you got to go to, like, Arrowhead. Mm. Arrowhead goes dumb. Dumb. Mm. Arrowhead is probably the loudest stadium I've ever been in. It's definitely the loudest outside stadium. Now, when you start getting into these domes, you never know what they. It might be a little funny style stuff going on with the PA system. So you, you never know because we, <laughs> because we definitely used to assume that with the old, uh, what, what the Minnesota used to play in? Oh,
1: the one that collapsed with a roof collapsed. The one that
2: collapsed. Yeah. yeah. Like we, like we used to pretty much assume that it was some noise being pumped into that thing, you know. But like. Yeah, but the teams like like that have those just those rabbit fan bases, like like the, the Chiefs, like Arrowhead used to get loud, Jack. Like super loud. Arrowhead gives you that college atmosphere. But mo- but the colleges, would you probably say that college is probably more rambunctious than the pro game?
1: Uh, definitely. I I would go to a college game any day of the week before I go to a pro game. Like, it, it, well, the stadiums are so much. You want go? You want to You want go check out the watch the football team, my brother? I, I watch them on TV. <laughs> <And> on television. <laughs> like, I've only been to one Washington game. Um, this is when uh Langston Walker was playing. He wasn't playing uh, for Washington, but he was playing for yeah. the Bills, and it happened to be the game after Sean Taylor passed. That is the only. Oh, so
2: that, that was, that was, that was, uh, I it played, was... I played, a, I, played a, I played in Washington that year. Like he passed. You have you, you see that picture I post sometime with me trying to tackle him. Yes. Uh, when <laughs> yes. It, yeah. He passed like maybe a few games after that. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? That's the only time I've, I've been to a Washington game. And it was, it was, it was raining. It was cold. Oh. <laughs> I didn't move yeah. out my seat. And You're like I, never did I got lost walking back to the car, <laughs> and, that, and like a twenty minute walk turned into like a two mile walk <laughs> in the rain. But that that, that
2: that thing, that that thing is kind of big, man. It's it like is. the parking lot is vast. Like ain't ain't many uh ain't many uh what you would call it, landmarks out there in that parking
1: lot. You get you get it's turned around space. real quick. It's <laughs> yep. just space. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: George, there's an urban legend out there. I'm curious if you have any thoughts on this. I heard that Boss Bailey, before the season one year, jumped 39, 40 inches off the ground, and then a young kid came in, jumped him higher, and he was clamoring to re-jump after lunch break, hit 43, 44 on those reconstructive knees. Is that true?
2: Uh. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I I, I think I'm thinking Reggie Brown is who, who jumped. Yeah. Probably higher than what higher than what Boss had did. So boss had got word of it and had to come back and beat him. Boss was crazy. Boss could jump. Boss could jump. Now Champ could jump too. I think Boss jumped higher than Champ though. Um Boss was up there in the forties. 45, 40, like and, and
0: what crazy. people will remember is that that was like a 240 pound linebacker.
2: Nah, he he wasn't that. He went that big. think he, he
0: really was that, that
2: Like he could he could get like Boss used to get slim. Uh, so I I give Boss back then. I give Boss in the high twenties. Boss in the two, okay. high two twenties. He was just cool. so long and lanky, and he was like all muscle. So you know that's how Boss used to pull muscles and stuff like that, because he had no fat on him. He was ripped to shreds, and he could jump out. and He could jump out the gym. I got, I, I got a, um, I got a framed picture of Boss uh, blocking a kick. He was just, he was just up so freaking high. He used to do it all the time, jump straight up. <laughs> and the only way you got the ball off is if he, if he just missed it.
0: I saw this. I saw this morning that Eric Stokes ran a four two five forty.
2: Yeah. That kid's fast though. Like I, you know, it, it probably sounds crazy, but it don't surprise me. My um, my my best friend's high school coach, and he said that um, like, he wasn't real big on Eric coming out of high school, but he said one thing he could always do is freaking smoke, just just fly. He mm-hmm. said he eventually made himself into, you know, a pretty good cornerback. You know what I mean? But one thing, but what he had coming out was straight straight up.
1: Can he can he turn them hips though. <laughs> he
2: he he had he had a he had a pretty good college career, man. So we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not the biggest guy. You know, be interested. I'm really interested to see what Tyson Campbell does. He's the one with all the measurables. He's fast, he's,
0: he's long,
2: he's tall. Um he did not display the instincts you wanted to see with the ball in the air when he was in college. He would always be in the position, but could never really turn around and bat the ball down. You know what I mean, or get his hand on the ball. Like I said, he probably had one pick or something like that. And yeah. so we'll see. We'll see how that works for him at the next level. See if somebody can, you know, school him up a little bit.
1: George, a lot of people. Oh, uh, a lot of people don't know. You know, I'm 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 listening to how you breaking down these players. A lot of people don't know you used to scout in the NFL when you when you uh finished playing. Uh, yeah. Why are you still scouting? If not, why why did you decide to, to to transition to something else?
2: Um, I'm not scouting at the moment. You know, if the opportunity arises, I probably would. You know, explore that. You know, um, I didn't go to LA with the Rams. Contract ended. And so we just we just parted ways on that right there. And so I've been home since then. And um, we'll see what happens in the future, man. Who knows? I still enjoy, you know, breaking it down. I still enjoy watching tape, um, watching film, and evaluating guys. I still think I'm a hell of an evaluator. I think I'm pretty good at it, you know. You want, so
1: you wanted we'll to award your last year scouting, didn't you?
2: That was my second year, maybe. Okay. That was my second year. yeah. And it was like 2013, 14, something like that. And then on um, Fritz Pollard, um, Alliance they give out a award for each uh, conference, um, each year. Uh, they're Scout of the Year. I don't know what the uh the criteria is. <laughs> I do know that they they do call your GM and 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 see. Okay, is this a person we should consider? Blah, blah, blah and um I think uh, Les meet at the time said sure so they gave it to me that year
0: they say that scouting life is a hell of a grind
2: yeah it's um it's a lot of everybody's not built for it you know um uh, many people probably don't know that there's two sides to scouting um it's one department split in half um so there's there are pro scouts and there are college scouts the college i was a pro scout so i went in the building every day and i was responsible for about 14 teams myself so at um to make it a to make it short i had to know those 14 teams i had to evaluate everybody on the roster for all those teams because at the end of the year you need grades on the free agents and stuff too and so of those teams that we played, I had to do the advanced scouting for those teams. So, I mean, like if we had Washington next week, so if we had Washington next Sunday, I would probably, it's Friday today, I would probably fly out or if I got a chance to, you know, sometimes I work it out where I leave on Friday, get a little, you know, you know, where, where I land and go, you know, hang out and chill but um, mainly, you know, early Saturday morning because I still like to, you know, roam and just get in the city and see things. But I would go. So if we had Washington next Sunday, I would go to wherever they're playing this Sunday. I would fly out tomorrow, land in that city, stay, at, stay the night, wake up on Sunday and go to wherever they're playing to watch them see, to try to get their signals. To try to see their substitutions, who comes in on nickel, who comes in on who comes in on dime, uh, how what's the uh the uh uh the hang time on kicks, what um um things of that nature, things that things that you can't see on the film copy or the TV copy of games, and then I put it, then I come back either either that night. If if it's a day game, I can get back into the city that night and uh, write it up, print it out, make all the uh, books for the coaches, and then hand them out, and you meet with them on Monday. And you you talk about, okay, this is what I saw, boom, 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 boom. And this is their best player. This is their best you know, special teamer. This is what they do on this, that, and the other. And then you meet with the offense, defense, special teams, and then I'm done. I go about my business and start, you know, working on the next team that I'm, I'm, I'm evaluating. The college side, they are – they live in their respective city, and so they stay at home, you know, but they do hit the road for a few weeks. And, uh, and so going to different schools, getting background on players, uh, watching practice, talking to coaches – talking to, you know, the lunch lady, who, like whoever they can get background um, from on these players because that's, that's an important part of the evaluation process too um, because we sit in these meetings and we put a player up on the board. We're going to talk about that player in his totality. You know what I mean? So it's, we're going to talk about upbringing. We're going to talk about background, how he's in the weight room, how is he in the locker room? What we see on the field, what's his medical, all that stuff. And the people that are getting that stuff and the are the college guys. You know what I mean? The college, uh the college scouts. So they're staying at home and they're hitting the road doing all of that and they're coming back and they're putting it all in and then probably around December, they start coming back to the building and they're staying in the city for, you know, some weeks or whatever to get so we, while we stack the board for the
1: draft, yeah. That, that sounds like a lot, <laughs> a, yeah. It's, so, a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot. I mean, if you enjoy yeah. it, you enjoy it, yeah. Um, also, you know, I, I know I know these things because I mean, you talk <laughs> on the yeah, uh, but uh, I know you got into coaching um last year as well. Uh, the, the internship down in Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah, um, I um I wanted to see, I wanted to check out that side of things, and so uh, I did the um, Bill Walsh um, Minority uh, Fellowship with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2019, and then was supposed to go back for this season that just passed, the 20 season, and then COVID hit, and so they weren't doing it. You know, so but that was a that was an interesting uh, experience. I got to see it up close, be in the room. Got to teach some guys some things. Got to learn from the coaches. Um, this is while um, this was not the new look Tampa, but it was still some most of the same guys, minus Tom and Gronk and guys like that. No, uh, no shady things like that. But pretty much the same team. You know. Um, you got to see. I think you know. I think James is gonna be all right, man. It'll be interesting to see um, how he does in this upcoming year. I don't know what they're gonna do down there, but um, got to be around him a bit. I think I think he has some talent.
0: Yeah, I've said if they if they can't find out a way to get uh, if they don't keep him, love to have him in Washington. I, but I like him. I don't know why people aren't higher on him.
2: Well, it's um. I don't think people understand how tough it is. That that's that system right there, and I think if you if you've seen any um um, Tom might have spoke on it. It just it just takes a while to learn. It it takes right. a good long time. I, th- I think I think Man Manning's first year in, and he 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 gave that rock up <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, right, and That's, that's right. a hall of fame. That's a hall of fame QB. You know what I mean. So, and you know, Tom had his fair share of giving it up too. Some this year, it's just it's just really really tough. It was it's tough. It was tough as me on a line as a lineman. You know, I actually had to play in it. You know, when I went to the Colts and and, and um and um Arians was the OC then, and it's just it's just really tough system to learn. Um, it's not. Is not – the rules aren't typical as far as pass-pro concerned, the passing game, than what then what I had came from. You know what I mean? So it takes a while, and it takes a while for everybody. To learn QBs, the receivers, all of that. Running backs, where they're going to block. You know, so it takes some time. That's why I – like, I start I, – I do another show on Wednesdays And we will do our picks and stuff, and it just come to – it came to the point where, like, halfway through the season, it's like I'm riding riding Tampa, you know, because you just – you can see the progression, you know, and it it takes time. And when you you see them progressing, you know that it's going to – you know that they're going to keep going. And by the end of this thing, there's going to be nobody that can really hold them. And that's really what happened, Mm. you know what I mean? They they just kept progressing, kept progressing, and you can see the defense progressing, progressing, and they look like, some teams just have that, you know how teams have that look, that it's really hard, it's gonna be really hard to beat them. Mm -hmm. They had that look, they had that look where it was gonna be very hard for them to lose. I
1: hear you, George. I hear campaigning to make sure you get that fellowship next year. Let's go, big fella. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As somebody who played in the NFL, scouted in the NFL, have you ever seen a season or offseason like this offseason with so much potential quarterback movement?
2: No, for the simple fact that uh, people don't let good quarterbacks go. It's tough. It's tough to like when you got one, they usually stay put, you know what I mean? Unless you get you get those you get those like um, years where that just just say like the like the year when you had Pepper get hurt and you had Breeze get hurt. And so they changed, you know, they changed location. That doesn't happen. Like usually, you got a quarterback, and they stay, and they stay where they stay put, where they are. Especially the especially the good quarterbacks, especially the the top tier quarterbacks, the good ones stay too. And shoot, a lot of times the high ones, the all right ones too, because it's just a tough position to fill. You know what I mean? So it, it's gonna be interesting. I, I read, I read, I read something the other day, and you never know how true it's gonna be. But they say some one exec said it's, he expected like a, a massacre soon, like with a whole lot of people getting cut. Right. Like, you know, it's just that the 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 salary cap and people trying to let go of guys. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. It's probably gonna be some key pieces that can help some teams that hit the street, and it's gonna be interesting to see where they fall, because you got teams that are. That are knocking at the door. They only need a few pieces, the Buffaloes. You got the the Ravens. You got the the Bucks trying to repeat that, you know, know where know where they can get a little better. You got teams like the Chiefs. They're gonna know where they can get better. And like and it's and, and gonna be some players like that to hit the street. So we're gonna see.
0: George, you, you brought up the Ravens and that led me to something I was going to ask anyway. You know, Orlando Brown is looking to change from the right to the left. It's mm-hmm. interesting to me. He tested so poorly. How does a man with such functional strength bench press 22 times? And, and why did scouts end up looking at that instead of a tape? Uh, because it turned out to be really good so far.
2: Well, first of all, when you that, when most times when you that tall, you got some really long arms. long
0: arms, right?
2: And it's hard to push that weight up that many times with that many long arms. And um, and and he's just and another thing, he might just not be that weight room strong. You know what I mean? Um, I you know I went I I did my workout on a, a surgically repaired wrist, so I don't I end up benching, but it was just to show them that. You know, I'm progressing with my wrist. And so I don't even remember how many times I got It probably wasn't even 20 times. I wrapped up this wrist. If you can see this, uh, I don't know if you can see
1: that long oh, right scar scar right down the middle. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so I just wrapped it up and put some tape and something in there and, and just it kind of kind of wrapped my hand to the bar and we just wrapped it out some. But I, I never saw myself. I got really long arms, too. And I never saw myself as that strong, but I can move furniture. I can move guys. That's what we call you getting guys up out of there. You get you moving furniture. And so uh and uh I never saw myself as like that strong, but people that went against me probably like, man, you strong as hell when they probably benched, you know, a lot more than me. I probably I probably maxed, I probably maxed out, you know, mid four hundreds. You know what I mean? And that sounds like a lot. It is a lot. But you saying it like like it's 125, 125 or something. <laughs> you, you, you gotta understand these guys I played with, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what's the
2: yeah, what's the biggest number? Yeah, if I bench if I bench if I bench, okay, my four forty or four fifty sound like a lot. Yeah, it is to the extra it is to the average man. But when Ben Watson's sitting down there, as a tight end throwing up five five in the in the in the low fives, five twenty, five, five, thirty, something, something crazy. Yeah. Then 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 you you look at four four forty a little differently.
0: <laughs> when <laughs> does the do the bar start bending? Pressure. What weight does the bar start bending <laughs> right.
2: Man, I, I don't know. I just I just know I played with some strong dudes. And Marlos leeward was up there. Brandon Miller, all those guys, those five hundred pound bench presses, man. Kenville, five hundred pound bench presses, man. Those, those guys was getting it, and they, and those guys in the high four hundreds. So you, you know, what I'm saying it, like I said that's Georgia football, man. It was some, it was, some, it was some dudes down there, man.
1: So, so who was the who's the hardest person that you've had to block in your career?
2: Um, I imagine we, uh, there are a few. <laughs> uh, I, I would say the best. The, I would say the best player I played against probably on the edge um, would be Michael Strahan. Mm. He was just he just had it all. You know what I mean? Passing game, run game. He was hard to move. Passing game, he could rush you. Um, so yeah, he was he was a he was a beast. Um, Trevor Price at practice he was Trevor was something else he was big and long and he had long arms and he was quick he used to wear speed TD cleats instead of lineman cleats so you already knew he was fast he was you know 6'5 arms down past his knees and he was a beast and um, luckily I only had to play against him one time as, as a non-teammate when he went to the Raiders and, and we ended up beating him. <laughs> but, yeah, Trevor Price was a beast. Um, an underrated guy would always uh, would always be – that I always felt like I had – we never lost to him. It was like we might have lost to him one time, but I, I always – I just never felt great about facing him with Derek Burgess. I don't know if you guys remember him, but he went to Ole Miss and he played DN at um, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He was number 56, I think. But D Burgess, man, he was hard to move, man. He was he was just sticking his feet in the ground and you could not move him how we how we wanted to move guys in the zone scheme. He was just very hard to move and he could rush too. You know, Darryl Burgess was he was he was a beast out there. Um uh Robert Mathis, of course. You know, <laughs> he 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 hunting some sacks. <laughs> you know, he was he was he was one of those guys. You know, Robert Mathis. You know, um, uh, played against Peppers. The thing, is, the thing is, I was lucky enough. I was I was lucky enough to be a decent player. So these guys, these guys are naming. They never just whoop my ass, but I know that they was. <laughs> they was them guys. <laughs> I know that they, they could whip my
0: ass. I just, got teams, some, I just,
2: I just got some pride about myself.
0: <laughs> was Pollock on the teams uh, on the team when you were there?
2: Yeah, he was a youngster and, um and, um, and he'll tell you like, he's mentioned it before. He was like, man, y'all used to whoop me. Y'all used to beat me up. And so, he got tired of like he like we we kind of we kind of built him into what he became. Of course, he already had it, but you know we sharpened that iron at practice when he was a young pup, and then shoot, it was on after that. He was he was he probably has I don't know if there's been a defender with as much as decorated as he as he was. I don't maybe did Sue. I
0: don't know if Sue was. But I don't know if there's yeah, been yeah, a defender that was the, if, for was the problem. Well, I'm
2: talking about in college. In college, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, In college, in college, like he he won everything there was to win. Yep. And like literally, except the Heisman. And um, so I don't know if anybody was that decorated. That 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 was a dude, man. That was a dude, dude. He was some, he was something else, man. He was something else to see. A, and that, that, that Andrew was inf- unfortunate because um, uh, he he probably could have made some plays. He was a different he. You know what he probably would have really excelled in today's game so. though. Yeah, because they
0: moved him out there. to outside linebacker oh, in today's edge. game, right? Oh
2: man, yes, he would have been he would have been great for today's
0: game. Yeah, George, I want to pivot a little bit.
1: I know you're a man of many many interests. Uh, I, I saw you tweeting yesterday about the uh, new coming to America movie. Uh, oh, I thought
2: I, th- I thought you was about to bring up my Lakers. I was about to like, okay,
1: okay, let's get into it. <laughs> no, 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 no. we're we, gonna we jump into the Lakers. We go, we to we Come up out of sports. <laughs> come up out of
2: sports. Uh, I was like, oh, you want to do this? Okay, we can do
1: this. <laughs> it's, it's it's still LeBron over there, so I I never root against LeBron. I'll never root against LeBron. I, root against LeBron. Well, okay, um, okay. No, nah, nah, I want I want to talk about the movie. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Big Doug. But uh, yeah, I
0: did. Uh, no, I haven't. I got it on my schedule for this weekend.
1: Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the movie, George? Before I, I get into mine,
2: my- my my, my 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 thoughts on the movie, and I think I tweeted it today. Is my thoughts on today my thoughts on the movie are simple? It was a it was a nostalgic twist on the original. That I think uh, was enjoyable to watch, and I couldn't have I couldn't have expected anything more. Like the movie went how I expected a thirty year old remake to go. Um, I didn't expect the new I didn't expect a completely new story. I knew that they had to tie it into the old stuff, um, to because it, it's it's it was made it was made for my generation. Our generation, you know what I mean. We grew up on that movie. We we wanted some callbacks from the old stuff, and and all of that. So I th- I think they covered all the bases in that regard. Um, uh, uh there are a few parts where that was, was kind of a little wonky, but they had that I understand why they were there, and you had to you had to bring it back around to tying it to the old story, and make it work somehow and i think the the guys from the barbershop from mighty sharp i think <laughs> i think the guys from mighty sharp didn't miss a beat when i say they were funny they were funny those those characters those characters still brought the funny like big time they they were as funny as they were on the first one so um i think they did what they were supposed to do i like the costumes i like the casting um uh look like some new faces that we're probably going to start seeing soon i have to look up their names i like some of those They're new faces to me because I don't watch a lot of television or nor movies until I feel like just watching something. So a lot of new faces that I hadn't seen before that are probably going to start being household names. And I think that I think did a good job. So um, you know, like I said, I watched it last night. It kept my attention. Um, I'm I'm satisfied with it.
1: I watched it last night as well. And I don't know if any of you guys ever watched um, Empire that came on Fox. But it felt like the second season of Empire to me when, and uh, in, in put it into context. So a lot, of, a lot of actors and actresses turned down Empire when Lee Daniels first pitched it to them and, and asked them to be in it. And then it was successful that first season. And then everybody wanted to be in it after that. And so they just started putting... Just people in roles, and it was just like you just put this person in here to have them on the show, and that's kind of what the movie felt like to me. Was like it, it was, it was overcasted. I don't even know if that's a th- if that's a term, but it was just like they overcasted the movie. Like, and 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 not only did they overcast it, but obviously it's a different time from the first movie, so it was only so far they were going to be able to go with the comedy. Like this is the PC era, so you can't you know, I seen people tripping about the, before the movie came out, people previewed it, tripping about the um the barbershop scene the first one when when they first came back into the barbershop and some of the things that were said. And so it just felt like they were the edge was gone. It was like I knew it wasn't going to be it, it was never going to live up to the first one, but like that edge still wasn't there and it just it just felt, it was like if I'm cheap, so I wouldn't have done this, but if I went to go see it in the movie, I would have thought about leaving the movie. <laughs> like I wouldn't have done no. it I'm Yeah, I wouldn't have done it because I'm cheap, but I would have thought about it. like, man, I, like I literally just finished it to say I, I did watch it. I finished it. I'm you know, the young people, I'm glad they got a shot. you know they got a chance to do it, but it just it felt real extra. And not in a good way. It's <laughs> just like extra. Like I, I think it was something there, but it just got. I can
0: super <clears> throat> throat> I,
2: I, just, I can I can see some parts where you might said where you probably can say it was extra. Um, the overcasted part. I don't. I think the overcasted part will probably be proper probably be. Um. Did they need a famous? Did they need Tiana? Probably not. You know what I mean. Did they need? Probably didn't need. Um, what's my girl from SNL? Um, Leslie. Yeah, Leslie. But she was funny. You no, know she. I, mean? she I, I actually,
1: guy. I like. She. She. I enjoyed her role. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying, but it could have been. It could have been. Yeah, it, you know, it been anybody, yeah. You know what I mean. And and everybody else. And you and you say overcasted, but are you sure? You sure it's not us just being very familiar with all the other people maybe. because they were in the, they were in the last one maybe like they found they found, found they found more people than i thought they were gonna be able to find oh, no, And more people, knew, I, more people than i knew than i more people than i knew was still alive that's they had true. The, uh <laughs> they even had the uh all the dj's like the pill my breath <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but i didn't know they were gonna find them like they found they found those chicks man
1: no, nah, like, no, nah, uh, they, they, they so, definitely so, brought back, so, yeah. So
2: there was a lot of familiarity. I don't know where, I don't know where you you could I say it's like, probably overcast.
1: I think like uh, Michael Blackson popping up. Uh, that was... I
2: like him, man. I, th- I, think, I think they should have wrote him. Like If you're going to put an African in the 20, 000, a 2021 movie, uh, <laughs> Come to Comedy, yeah. you got to put the African dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know. I mean, him like, or him, him a Godfrey. What you gotta put some you Af- gotta put I, some African comedians in there.
1: I would tell anybody to go watch it for themselves. Obviously, I'm not I'm not Siskel or Eber, yeah. but I, like, th- like I said, it's me. Not,
2: to me it's not it's not. If we got like come to America, one of my favorite movies. If we're gonna keep it a book is is like is it like what like what what did we like about the. I put it like this: I feel like what you liked about the first one, you could like about the second. Like the comedy, the comedy put where it was. Um, you're trying, you're trying to. You had a lot to. For, for one thing, they had a lot to live up to. For one thing, you know what oh, I mean. And yeah. I think I think they did okay for what they had to live up to. You know what I mean. I think I think they I think they did all right. I, I, when I say it's an enjoyable movie, and I'm not hard on movies, but I still think if you give me a plot, give me if it's a, if it's a comedy, make it funny, you know. If it's a if it's a suspense movie, make it suspenseful. You know, it was a mystery, make it be, mysterious. Be, be mysterious. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Tied, tied, this is the new. That's, up, that's the
0: new way I'm going to judge movies from now on. Hey, that's it, right hey, there. Tie, tie in basic way.
2: Yeah, that's how I look at movies. Tie up. Tie up the loose ends. Give me an ending that I can deal with, and I'm fine. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a super critic when it comes to movies. Make it make sense. Tie up the loose ends. Give me an ending, and yeah, bam, though, I'm, I'm. 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 I'm satisfied.
0: Gotcha. Hey, Pooh, I heard uh, the International Players Anthem on today. It made me get to thinking, I was curious from you, uh, if there were a couple of beats that you heard over the years that you were like, oh, man, I didn't find my way onto that one.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I hear them all the that's time. a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's, uh, you, I mean, you, I, I hear songs all the time where I'll be like, man, I wish I was a part of that one. But then I think about it. I wouldn't like it as much if i was a part of it like you know i I think that's something i learned early on was when to um concede right so it's like you can really love something or enjoy it or you hear it and you really like it but at the end of the day you have to know what's for you and what isn't for you and it's been a few times where i i you know i turned down Beats or I didn't get on songs, and those ended up being songs that I loved very much because I wasn't a part of it. And I think the people who did what they did to that beat or that song, you know, was better suited for that song. And um, so like in in your in what you're talking about, I mean, but I still have the moments like uh mm-hmm. like uh, when I first heard um NY New York State of Mind by Nas. Um, Life's a Bitch by Nas. This is one of my favorite Nas records. Um, you know, certain J records, certain, um, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Fish from, uh, GZA, um, off a of Liquid Sword. So, it, I mean, it, it's songs I hear all the time where I wish that, or I imagine if I would have had the beat, what would I've done to it. But I also recognize that I love those songs for a reason exactly the way they're put together so me having it it wouldn't feel the same or it wouldn't be the same and it's it's a weird way to look at it um i know for some people but being in this position because i've turned down um on a fonte's first phone exchange record a lot of people don't know how how the records were starting on connected the first three records that were done we did together that's how i ended up on multiple records and then he he sent me a beat uh, and I heard it and I loved the beat. I loved it. But I was like, ah, nah, man, that's a little too that's a little too 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 soft for where I want to be right now. But I love the beat. and And that song ended up he ended up getting median on it. And it's one of my favorite songs off of that record to this day. And. And at that point I recognized, I was like, yeah, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And that was the time to fold it because that's still one of your favorite songs, but it wouldn't have been, if you'd have been a part of it. And that moment taught me as I went on. So the way, you know, looking at other records, it's like, I can appreciate them and wish I had something like that, but I understand
0: why I didn't. So yeah. George, uh, I was like i was telling you earlier you know we grew up on the bulldogs my grandparents retired to athens we went down there every summer my uh brother decided to go to tennessee and so i'm trying to find out you tell me is it time to start returning to his phone calls yet because i yeah we don't let him to family functions no more none of it like that so George says to call you, I will stop here today, call you. I will start loving you listen, again.
2: Listen, it's no greater time to start taking calls from your Tennessee brother. <laughs> like, you know how much trash you can talk to him about the past, I don't know how many times, how many years. Like, you can really just beat him up. You can beat him George, up. I, hey,
0: I, I'm I, kidding. I talk to my brother every day, and I try to talk trash <laughs> on as many chances as I get.
2: Is, is, you got to. Like I couldn't imagine. Like, like I'm, I'm thankful for my, for my Florida guys that don't bring it up every single day.
1: <laughs> Man, I got, I got to call Wally Sparks while we talk about it. He's
0: a Tennessee guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love, I love, beating up on Wally.
0: <laughs> that Georgia-Tennessee game always did. I think they've changed now. It always came the weekend of my birthday. Mm. Uh, and, and since we've been on a roll, birthdays have been good for like a decade now.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. There's been good stuff right there. I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't realize, man, how bad we've been being in and, and Auburn, too, because it used to be real tight. And like the, all our record versus Auburn is just real lopsided right now. It's like crazy lopsided. Man, they won like two games in the last I don't know, ten or something. It's something crazy. When I was in school, man, it was, it was not like that.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was some lean years there early in the nineties.
1: Auburn hasn't been right since they won that championship with Cam. It's it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> Like, I mean downhill. I, I they 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 were they did above something water.
2: with they did something did with em? Nick uh what's Nick, the quarterback that they Oh, had. Oh Nick's uh Nick
1: uh Nick, you know, uh, Nick No no
2: no 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 Nick uh the one that ended up playing DB in the league. Um uh,
0: Mullins? The court-
2: No um the quarterback, they did all right after Cam. He was that quarterback, quarterback. To DB, black, black. Yeah, the black kid. He was, you know, he wasn't that tall, but he wasn't gonna be. He wasn't gonna be an NFL quarterback. What was that kid's name? Matter of fact, I, I think he played. He played DB at Georgia. Matter of fact, he did. He did play DB at Georgia. Ended up transferring to play quarterback at Auburn, and they um they did all right. They did. They they did. All right. He might have been the one. He might have been there with uh with Maceo's son. Um,
1: oh uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Trey, him. Trey, Trey yeah.
2: He, he might have been there with Trey Mason then. And um and they played in the SEC championship with uh um they they won SEC playing against uh, Missouri um I think yeah they was a, Missouri all right. Man, they did it like their first year. I think everybody else beat these, beat each other up or something. I think uh I think um what I was gonna say, um I lost my lost my train of thought man.
0: Was I, I was I I'm, search,
1: I'm searching for this quarterback, oh yeah. no. Yeah.
0: Because because the, the the last one I could think of is um and Nick I marshall like, the but the Nick Patriots Marshall. Signed him. Nick, Nick
2: Marshall. marshall. Right? Nick Marshall. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. They had
2: some pretty. They had, they had. They played pretty good ball with Nick Marshall.
1: Yeah, they Nick 2013-2014. T- yeah. Ooh, these some terrible names after that, though. Yeah. terrible yeah. after that.
2: Yeah, after that, I feel like Cam. I feel like Cam. They they would have been worse without Cam though. They Cam set them up for a couple years. Mister uh, like, the Case.
0: Uh, yeah. I said, at least yep. the coach set the coach up because he it's... got an extension after. Yep. Cam
2: set them up, man. The championship got some got some recruits rolling in there.
1: George, I, before we let, let you go, I like to ask guests, um, especially guests that I know are into music big time, what mm-hmm. are you listening to these days?
2: What am I listening to these days? man music comes out so fast and i absorb it all man so whew. i love that i love i don't know if you can listen to it. i love that new uh, Anderson .Paak and um Bruno Mars record that's a that's a nice record um leave the door open mm-hmm. that's a nice record i listen to i do i put a lot of stuff on shuffle too um <clears throat>
1: So I, like the, up, I like the little. I like the I like
2: the. I like. I like the little five piece you you dropped last night. Oh. <laughs> I can say. I could, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, that came out the blue because the covers to the first volume are similar. similar. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, is he promoting something? This own? So I had to go back. I had to go and look a little bit. I said, like, Oh, this is another one. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah. I, that's why. That's why I tweeted you. I said, This how you feel?
1: I got that's one more in feel? the involved.
2: I got one more. I know you do. I, I, I know you got something. I know you got something in there. Um, what else am I listening to right now? I've been going back to. I listened to some Sir, but that Biggie documentary definitely uh put mm-hmm. me in my Biggie mode too. You know, I've been listening to a lot of Biggie today. It was a talented brother, man. Right. Um, uh, what else have I been listening to? I like the um. I like that Larry June album that dropped at the bottom of 2020. Uh, I'll be listening to that.
0: Um uh, Who was, was that true that did you never
1: write anything down? I mean I um, wasn't I wasn't be there, but I but I
0: heard it is true. It could be possible.
1: Yeah, um, I know, I know they say uh, you know, obviously Jay does it, and then um uh little Wayne. Like he he didn't write down a lot of stuff. Um, I saw a part of his process uh, from a documentary where he'll he'll go and, and the funny thing, one of the times I was in with Dr. Dre, it was me, Dr. Dre and uh, Anderson Pack, and um, Dre actually set the mic up and and I was like, yeah, I'm looking for you know piece of paper and the pencil. He was like, nah, 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 we got the mic set up, and it was just like when you get a line. You say the line and then you keep repeating it until you get it exactly how you want it. And then you listen, you listen to the playback and then you come in with another line. So, you know, for a while, Fonte didn't write down rhymes like he would just, you know, have them in his head. And then all of a sudden he'd be mumbling. That's crazy. Bouncing and then he like, all right, I'm ready, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you Ain't writing nothing down. I, I can't remember past four bars. I don't. Uh, once I get past that, I'm getting lost. So, um, it's it's definitely a, a skill and the technique, but, um, just like far, I, I watched the Biggie documentary a couple days ago and, uh, just not realizing. I mean, obviously, I knew he was talented, but not realize realizing just how talented he was. Like.
2: It's, it's pretty, it was pretty crazy to see.
1: Yeah. Like, the random, yeah.
2: like, you would see, like, first of all, I was surprised, you know, for, thank you to thank you to D-Rock for even letting yes. that stuff get out. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, you just, it's easy to just assume you've already seen everything just because nothing, you don't see anything new.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: you see a lot of regurgitate, a lot of recycled footage and stuff. You never, I never knew there was this much stuff. You know, in the vault about Biggie, like you see him rhyming, like, like what really, what really impressed me was the random little freestyles you would see throughout the documentary mm-hmm. that he would be doing. It was like, man, this dog was rhyming, rhyming back there, dog. Yeah, like he was really different. Like he was really like.
1: I think like the thing
2: it, it puts you in the mind of the first time you heard Nas. You he was like, okay, this cat is different. This is not. Heavy D, the Fat Boys, Luke—what I was used to listen mm-hmm. to. This is, this is different. This mm-hmm. is not. This is not those. Watching that, watching that documentary, hearing early Biggie, and realizing what year it was is like, oh, this this guy was different.
1: How young? He's not. He was. He's
2: not and how young he was.
1: Yeah,
2: I, this I, man, this I, man, that man left us at twenty-four, dog, dog, twenty, dog, oh, twenty-four. 24 seemed like forever ago
1: for me, dog. And I think the thing that kind of surprised me the most was (laughs) how knowledgeful he was. And when the um the jazz cat, I can't remember his name, that used Mm -hmm. to, you know, take him to the museum and to different places, would teach him music theory, and Mm. how he applied that music theory. To his rhyme schemes, and so and and, and I and I, I thought that was brilliant to have that in there for people who think that this isn't a skill or this isn't, you know, music. You know what I mean? Like how yes. intricate it is, and how you know, and they didn't even get into the actual writing schemes. It was just his patterns, but just how intricate it is, and 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 it, it was. Fantastic.
2: Yeah, I, I remember that part, and not that I was I was blown away by that, and because like. When I'm listening to it now, I I can hear what the jazz guy was t- was talking about. Mm-hmm. I can I can I can hear I can hear that in Biggie's flow, and so it's, it's definitely a skill. Like I I I think to, I'm I'll be walking around listening to my music, and whether it's in my house in my truck or anything, or anything, and like wonder like how y'all how do y'all even do this because <laughs> it's it's, it's it's really is like, really crazy the way y'all come up with these words and put them together and and to memorize them and how, like like dude what made you think of this like <laughs> like yeah. somebody, I, like what made you even even think about this line <laughs> yeah know? I
1: mean I I, I listen and to- I
2: and I watch that process like I got I got friends in, in music in, in the music business. And um, I just like honestly, I just like to be a fly on the wall sometimes. Like I go, I'll go up to Stankonia and just sit and won't say nothing. I just, I just sit and watch. You know what I mean? Watch guys do what they do. You know what I mean? And I can sit there for hours and watch guys do what they do because it's amazing to me. I, I like to watch creators create. Mm-hmm. And so I could I could sit there and watch you build a table. If you if if you if you that dude that building tables, <laughs> I could sit here yeah. in this chair and watch you build a table, and be it just satisfied, <laughs> like just like a watch the TV, like man, he built the hell out of that table.
1: <laughs> nah,
0: I'm with you on that. You brought up Stankonia. There's whispers about a new uh, Andre 3000 record or album coming out. Is that is that gonna happen? We think or no?
2: I haven't heard those whispers, but. Damn, who knows? You can't like. That's the most unpredictable cat. Like,
1: now, like. Now if, now if you told me he was gonna be popping up at your Starbucks playing the flute, I believe that before I believe a record coming out. Not the flute. Yeah. <laughs> like, like
2: I like. It's not like he don't like music. He does. He does like music. Um, he he'll do it when he wants to. You know what I mean? Um, I always just wonder what's was still already in the vault. You know what I mean? Cause it's 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 all kind of it's all kind of the records and stuff over there at Stankoni, man. It's 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 some stuff over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's stuff it's stuff in them closets. Yeah, tells about the,
0: tell us about the podcast you're doing on Wednesdays.
2: It's um it's called Zone Four. I do it with um with the uh, comedian Griff. He goes by two trillion, and um Griff does the morning show with Erica Campbell from Mary Mary. They got a syndicated um uh, morning show, and um he's the co-host of that show with her, and um it's me um uh, guy we call Coach Derek Pearson. He does radio out there in Omaha on I don't know one of them fans or whatever. I'd be forgetting. And uh, I get them mixed up. with Coach Pe- Derek Pearson, me, Griff, and Griff's uh, daughter, uh, Justice. Justice is 21. A 21, phenomenal young 21-year-old girl with a lot of uh, um, opinion. <laughs> very, very opinionated young lady. But she's good. I've known her since she was literally knee high. I remember when she was knee high it's crazy that she's a grown woman now and just got her own apartment and all that stuff. So, uh, it's, uh, we just get on there and talk sports, man, and have a good time. Um, and, uh, that's that, that's that right there.
1: Well, George, we appreciate your time, brother. Um,
2: thank you for coming on. Uh, we'll
1: definitely, definitely be talking to you again once, once this, uh, I definitely want you on after this draft and free agency period, so we could talk about some of these. Yeah, man, we we, we
2: we'll we'll talk about that, man. And um, I'll be glad when I can actually get out and go to a game and all stuff. Yes, me. And, and, and I, I wonder what the fall brings. I uh, might try to get around to one of these spring games, man. Go see what Dion up down there cooking up. Oh, that's what I mean. since <laughs> one of these teams in the southeast, Alabama State or something, or whoever's playing. You know what I mean. I feel comfortable, you know, moving around. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I I did the vaccine. I'm still vaccine. in the house. Said, I'm yeah, I, in the house. <laughs> no, oh, I'm in the house, but I did I did I did oh, do the did vaccine. vaccine. I did a vaccine. I'm I still I'm still masked up, shawty. You know what I mean, even with the vaccine.
1: I'm waiting for the beta testing to be over. Y'all beta The beta, test. the
2: beta testing. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm the beta testing. Check back in with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If, if, okay, I, if, if, I don't if I don't grow no hump, if I, have no, if I don't grow no humps, I'm I'm, I'm hump back, no horns. Yeah, you know then I'll then 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 be ready, you know. You'll be good to go.
1: You, you know gotta treat I mean? it. You gotta treat it like the iPhone. You know, you never get them when they first come out. You gotta wait for them to work the kicks out. Then you go get your iPhone. I stay hey, I, went I stay ahead. a series. I, I,
2: I, I, went, I went ahead and got it. I put it like this, man. I got the first. It did me great. And I got the first uh Xbox when it came out white. I, I, and they they all did me well. So Fingers
1: crossed. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. We appreciate you again, George. Thanks, George. All right.
2: All right, All right dude. Have a good one. Yeah.